Kendo Ichiya is a Buddhist saying that describes the cultural concept of treasuring the unrepeatable nature of a moment. In other words, cherish every moment, which is exactly what the specially curated snack boxes of Tokyo Treat and Sakurako are meant to inspire. I am joined today by Alex Nomura, Chief Operating Officer of Ichigo, the parent company of Tokyo Treat and Sakurako, to find out more about the snack subscription business model, its popularity both at home and abroad, along with Japan's snacking scene and the centuries-old Japanese philosophy of motonai, of respecting resources and reducing waste. Alex, thank you so much indeed for joining me today. Firstly, to start, how popular are snack subscription services in Japan? All right. Well, uh, thanks for having me, first of all. And um, to answer your question, I'll be very honest. Um, snack box or snack subscription services general in Japan is not uh, quite a big thing. There are a few mm-hmm. companies that have uh, uh, started uh, their business, but um, it's only very recent uh, that I think people are trying to take a stab at this new business model. Um, but it has never been a... Uh, a big thing in Japan. And worldwide? I think worldwide. Um, I think the concept has been around uh, for much longer uh, compared to Japan. Um, and I, I think there's way more varieties, even if you go on Amazon and search for um, snack box subscription, you'll see dozens and dozens of uh, options out there for you. And um, there are just uh, so many different types of snacks, whether they're kind of um, health and wellness oriented stuff or they're more international so we obviously come from Japan but I've seen others from let's say Turkey or like Germany so um, I, I think it is a pretty um, interesting and popular concept all around. And why did Ichigo then decide to go into the whole snack subscription box such as Tokyo Treat and Sakuraku? All right. Well, that's a good question. I'm I'm going to give you a little story of our founders of uh, basically yes, how the business came about. Um, but basically, it was the original idea was sparked um, when our CEO um, she was just stumbling, um, just walking around town doing her own shopping. But she noticed um, that a lot of uh, travelers in Japan, let's say international travelers in Japan they often tend to carry around many, many bags of shopping, whether it's snacks or it could be um, from the pharmacy, it could be fashion items, it could be electronics. But we do Uh see a trend or a a common thing where a lot of travelers are always, they're on a mission to buy a lot of stuff from Japan. So I think that's where the initial idea was sparked. Oh, there's demand for Japanese goods in general and i think through elimination of process um i think we can all agree that snacks are just easier to kind of access it's it's a very easy thing to kind of start like lower cost but it's also kind of fun to try low risk um so i think that's how we ended up choosing snacks as our main product and then i think the question is so why is it a subscription business model um this is also i think 
generally by coincidence, our business started in 2015. And I think this was just around the time um, when, let's say, the Dollar Shave Club or let's say Blue Apron, a lot of these um, subscription businesses that were starting to really um, come out and um, really right succeed. Um, so I think we were inspired there. Maybe we can put these concepts together and see how it goes. So I haven't mentioned this, but our service, Tokyo Treat and Sakurako, is based in Japan, but our mm -hmm. consumers are, let's say, 99.9% plus all overseas. So oh, we're okay. completely um, geared towards, um, let's say, the foreign market from a Japanese standpoint. So do you see this trend growing in Japan? Do, are you hoping to to um, build the local market or are you really going to exclusively focus on the international market? Yes, um, we have we have several ideas around here. Um, generally speaking, um, our corporate mission or vision is basically to spread Japanese culture across the world. We believe Japan has so much to offer, and we are looking to create value um, basically outside of Japan. Um, mm -hmm. and, and therefore, I think we would try to keep it that way. Um, we have also looked into what we can offer in Japan. But again, I think given our experiences uh, that we've built uh, across these years, um, I think that would still be our main focus to um, keep it towards, let's say, overseas or bit, um, let's say our target market would be non-Japanese people who live right. and are also maybe potentially traveling into Japan. Can you tell me about Ichigo? Yes. Um, so first of all, um, Ichigo, we are a company established again in 2015. Um, our main um, product um, was Tokyo Treat, um, established back in 2015 as a snack uh, subscription business. Um, but back then, um, a little interesting story is um, our company name was not Ichigo. It was actually mm -hmm. called Move Fast. Um, and uh, this comes from um, um, Mark Zuckerberg's words, Move Fast and Break Things. And um, mm -hmm. I, I think our co-founders back then were quite inspired by that idea, right? Just give things a try, really, right? Try out, try things out, do the POC. If it doesn't work, move on. And I, I think that culture really still remains in the company. But um, we've recently um, changed our uh, company name to Ichigo um, because I think move fast wasn't really resonating too much, um, I, I think, in the Japanese market. It's kind of hard to remember. Um, uh -huh. Therefore, we uh, rebranded our company to Ichigo. And Ichigo um, means strawberry in Japanese. Ah, okay. Mm. And that's where our corporate logo comes in. But right. Ichigo also um, comes from a separate Buddhist um, saying in Japanese, which is called Ichigo Ichie, uh, which generally means um, basically cherish every moment um, and enjoy it because there would never be the same moment. And um, I, I think we want to kind of deliver these kind of experiences um, to people all over the world. So it has several 
uh, meanings behind it, um, but that's uh, who we are. Please tell me about the Tokyo Treat and Sakuraku um, and how long they've been in your stable. Well, you told me about Tokyo Treat, but tell me a bit more about each of those brands. Absolutely. Um, so again, Tokyo Treat started 2015, so we're about eight plus years uh, strong right now. And, and Sakuraku is one of our um, most recent um, brands that we've launched in uh, the February of 2021. Mm-hmm. So it's about almost three years, almost celebrating three years here. And it was um, we, it was released right in the midst, midst of, I think, when the whole world was still dealing mm. with COVID and all. Um, so, yeah, that's how long we've been uh, working with these brands. How did the company cope through COVID? So I think COVID was, they had many effects uh, on the market. Um, some businesses enjoyed it. Some businesses, maybe unfortunately, um, wasn't great for them. Um, for us, uh, COVID was um, actually uh, a great time where we saw a lot of growth um, in our business. And I think this uh, holds true for a lot of e-commerce businesses generally. I, I think Amazon was also seeing record sales during these times. And I think this is natural because I think people are traveling much less and uh, people are stuck at home, um, basically on their computers, TVs, whatnot, and they're not out and about traveling or spending monies in uh, malls and so forth. Um, So I think this was a time where our ads were really resonating with people, right? People really want to travel and how we're kind of branding ourselves are that we will deliver a little piece of Jap- like Japan, right? And a little piece of experience in these boxes through snacks. And I think uh, for people who weren't, being, who weren't able to travel overseas, this was a great idea. And this is, I think, where we actually saw our fastest growth um, in, in our company history as well. Are you planning to bring more brands on board in the um, future? That is a great question. Um, We don't have any concrete plans as of now. Mm -hmm. We have explored many different ideas. And in fact, we do have uh, two other subscription brands, which are non-food based. Uh, One is called Yume Twins. And this is a subscription of basically Japanese kind of cute goods. So I think Japan has a lot of anime Mm. characters, let's say, uh, like Hello Kitty and all these kind of cute products. So we put... Um, little plushies, let's say stationery, little goods around the household, and put this in a um, subscription box uh, form. And uh, we also have another one called No Make No Life, which is a subscription of basically Japanese and Korean cosmetic items. So we uh, pack a little eyeliner here, a little toner there, and so forth. So these are also um, our other brands. Um, and moving forward, um, we have made considerations for, let's say, um, a sake, right? The alcohol mm-hmm. sake, subscription boxes, and so forth. Um, but I, I think based on our studies and research, um, for now, we do not have um, a concrete plan um, of new brands. And uh, we are still focusing on our existing brands for the time being.
getting back to Tokyo Treat and Sakureko, um, how do they size up to the other Japanese snacks box brands, Boksu and Mochikum? Um, I am not um, fully aware of uh, Mochikom, uh, to be mm-hmm. honest, but um, okay. we are um, definitely um, aware of Boksu. And obviously, we don't uh, disclose any um, numbers, so we, we do not right. know their exact numbers. But again, um, I think they are also a great um, snack box um, subscription box. And um, I think they do have a lot of huge presence um, in the United States. Um, but I think Sakurako and Tokyo Treat also um, are quite uh, on the same level um, in terms of um, numbers. Um, and especially, I think, with our recent growth, um, I think these put together, I feel um, they would um, surpass um, a boxer's numbers. Um, so, but, but I think generally in the same arena is um, what I'm thinking. What is the concept behind theming each monthly subscription box? So I think themes are extremely important um, for us, um, especially for subscription boxes like ours, um, where our subscription boxes are not like your, let's say, Amazon get your water every month subscription boxes. These are not essentials, uh, but people subscribe to our um, boxes because they want enjoyment they want joy they want some new discovery and therefore i think um having these themes and making them exciting is uh, i think a key factor and and is basically the value that we are uh, providing so how do we go about these is that um i think through our experience what we're trying to do is again we're not just delivering the snacks but as I mentioned earlier, we are trying to deliver experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, therefore, um, while the whole COVID thing is now over, we are seeing new records of um, tourists coming into Japan. We believe that there still is a large population of people who are somewhat interested in J- Japan or coming to visit, but for whatever reason, whether it's budget, time, they cannot make it here. Um, And therefore, I think we are trying to um, pack in a little piece of Japan and we try to focus on different, let's say, areas in Japan, whether it's Tokyo or Kyoto, um, Osaka, right? All these different cities have different things to offer. So we try to focus on these little local um, establishments, um, confectionery shops, and uh, find local producers from there and then put these um, in a box together with a brochure of giving more cultural background um, and uh, significance, right, of maybe uh, timely holidays and stuff. And again, all this put together is the whole experience that we're trying to deliver. And and I think putting, again, these themes generally tend to uh, revolve around national large holidays or... Mm-hmm. Um, actual locations in Japan as if you're traveling um, in Japan. Apart from delivering different snacks and different experiences, you really are promoting local businesses through these boxes um, and supporting a wider range of producers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I I think um, 
as we as our business grew and uh, as we became uh, a little bit more known in the market, I think we have been able to collaborate, right, officially collaborate with local uh, governments and um, local businesses um, and also have alliances in that sense that they want promotion. Obviously, we can do that and we tie that in together um, so we could uh, obviously sometimes get maybe funding or maybe have a longer term um, relation with these um, organizations. Um, And Mm -hmm. hopefully this is opening up eyes uh, for people who are potentially uh, looking to come to Japan. And it would be really great if uh, they actually explore beyond Tokyo, beyond Kyoto, because Japan has so much to offer. Who is behind curating these boxes and how does one, as a small producer, how does one get considered to be included? So we do have uh, several teams behind the whole curation. We do have our product curators who are in in charge of really picking right um, all these snacks out of such a long list. Um, But um, our CEO um, and even myself as COO, um, we are involved um, heavily in the uh, product um, selection process. And mm-hmm. as for um, the producers and whatnot, um, obviously there are a lot. Um, and sometimes we actually go directly, um, even cold call um, to these places um, uh, to gauge their interest, um, to basically showcase their products overseas. But um we do get um, a lot of referrals uh, from local governments and local banks um, who are in uh, business okay. with these local producers, and we actually do get uh, referrals. And I think based on that, uh, we kind of actually talk to them, see what they can offer. Uh, we also have to be careful of the actual shelf life of these products. So although some of these um, confectionery shops have great product, maybe um, it doesn't match our boxes. So we have to screen um, all these producers. But all in all, we really do want to promote uh, these mom and pop shops um, because these are also items that you really cannot get anywhere else. And I think that's where the value is. Um, so again, we do have many different screening processes, um, but at the end of the day, we really choose, um, I think the vision of these uh, small shops and um, also flavor, taste, and yeah, basically everything. How different are Japanese bakery and snacks compared to Western style? Um, I think what we can say, especially with the traditional um, Japanese snacks that we um, uh, put into our sakurako box. um, First of all, what we can say is a lot of these um, confectionery makers um, have a long history. They even date back maybe 100 years and then they've been making all these um, snacks and they do have a history. But I think one thing we can say um, that is a common is there is less, I think, fat, butter, um, all these kind of things um, in Japanese mm-hmm. snacks. Traditionally, um, a lot of the sweeteners come from things like matcha, which is green tea or let's say red bean paste. Generally, mm-hmm. I think uh, they are more healthy, um, less right. fat. Obviously, it does still have the sugar content, um, but generally, um, they also tend to be more subtle in taste, so may not 
be for everyone, but I think who are willing to explore Japanese traditional snacks. I think this is really, really interesting. And uh, you'll notice uh, as you, uh, I guess, continue the subscription. Ichigo is very focused on sustainability. Can you tell me a bit more about this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think one, one of the sustainability areas, again, um, would come in trying to uh, support uh, local businesses um and i think that's what we really find joy in right um to even for us we discover uh, new little businesses here and there and to be able to promote that is one but otherwise i think generally doing business in japan i think there is this culture or there's a saying called motainai in japanese where mm-hmm. um japanese people do not like waste to begin with so working with these little mom and pop shops that we would never um, over manufacture anything and we would be very precise on the number of orders we make um, to assure that we minimize our waste and um, even with any excess um, that we have created or somewhat ordered um, we have um, actually a side product which is not a subscription but we have this uh, snack rescue box which actually we sell on our website where we uh, put together um, items um, that may have, let's say, uh, a lesser uh, shelf life remaining mm-hmm. or whatnot. But for people who don't mind these things, I think it's a great deal. And I think we do see popularity here. So overall, we are um, really reducing waste um, through our business, regarding, regardless of the size of operations that we manage. So I, I think we also uh, support sustainability there. What is Ichigo's five-year plan? Uh, great question. And this, um, <laughs> I still yet to know. Um, but generally <laughs> speaking, um, I, I think we are now in the phase where we are looking to really explore uh, beyond our current uh, business models. Uh, I'm not saying that our business is doing bad or not, um, but um, we are seeing somewhat of a a capacity um, growth, I think, limit uh, moving forward. I, I wouldn't say our business would go 10x with our current business model. Um, as we can see, e- even beyond um, snacks, I, I think a lot of the D2C brands also somewhat have a limit to how much they can grow, even whether it's in the Dollar Shave Club or whether it's Allbirds. Um, so I think we are trying to look beyond the current business model and see uh, where we can monetize. But I think the underlying um, theme would always be um, to really expand and share um, Japanese culture um, beyond and outside, in and outside of Japan. So I think we are right now in the process of really um, putting our ideas together and see where we can really uh, tackle next. If you had to give me a takeaway message, what would that be? Um, takeaway message um, would be I, I would love everyone every listener to come to Japan really enjoy love Japan but if you can't uh, you can definitely start with our snack <laughs> boxes as a starting point thank you